She hails from the White House Parish of the Sisters, Ladies, Mountains, Hearts of Guadalupe. Sister Incarnacion. Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. And you probably are. That's why we like you. Uh, this episode, I'm looking forward to this episode. Uh, this is, We're drinking Garrison Brothers Guadalupe. Uh, and I, I'll try not to quote uh, Nacho Libre as long as I can. Uh, but uh, before we get into Nacho Libre, before we get into anything, before we get into the history or how we're doing, here's a way you can support us. Uh, we've mentioned subscribe on uh, YouTube. That helps us out a lot. But also like, okay, comment. We love comments. Uh, shout out to Katie. Is that is that what she goes by? Yep. Yeah. Katie. Yeah, I think it's like Catherine on. Uh, oh, yeah. On but something. Katie but for sure. Yeah. Shout out to Katie. Uh, she is. Uh, we appreciate you commenting. And so keep commenting. And other people, we love to comment and comment between each other. Like Katie and Ben Klepsig, they're tight now because of <laughs> commenting. And uh, so you too could be tight with people if you comment. And we love that stuff. Good, good, bad, ugly. We're down. Uh, so, uh, that's that, uh, here is the podcast, Brian, how you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. I like, that. I, uh, I had this like allergy thing. I don't know. At least I think mm-hmm. it was allergies and it was like, if it was allergies, it's the worst allergy thing I've ever had where like oh, really? my throat stung for like Ooh. two days oh, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't sore. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sick. I didn't have a fever. I didn't mm-hmm. cough. I didn't cough at all, yeah. but just like my throat was like super stingy and my nose was a little runny for like two huh. days. But today's the first day I'm like that I woke up and I was like, oh, I'm like mostly better now. Nice. So I'm coming off the tail end of that. I probably sound a little nasally, but that's okay. Do you have but, any uh, allergies? Well, so I never did when I was a kid. I, I wasn't allergic to anything. I didn't have mm. seasonal allergies. And like my dad would always be like, oh, hay fever. And my brother too yeah. would like get this like allergy thing and uh, like seasonally and yeah. it never affect me until nice. like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago or so. Uh. Then I just like started, I started to get like, um, I don't know, a little congestion and stuff. Uh-huh. And um, and it was like, dang, I've heard that allergies kind of can set in as you get older. And anyway, I've been dealing with that now, I think. So that's what I get for getting older. Uh, and living in a city where luckily Phoenix isn't that bad in terms of allergens. Yeah. Uh, but there is a certain point of the year where there's more pollen. And stuff right. Like that, so, um, yeah. I miss the smell of uh, citrus tree pollen. Oh yeah, those uh, like an orange tree, like my flower. Goodness. Oh my god, unbeatable. Yeah, I do sure. not like the smell of flowers, except for orange blossoms. I could smell <laughs> that all day. Amazing. Yeah. My uh, my grandma, my mom's mom, used to have like a, a property in Florida, and mm-hmm. in the front yard there were tons of orange trees, mm-hmm. and so like that just cemented my love for the smell of orange trees so now yeah. like anytime i smell it i'm like oh it's like grandma's house <laughs> that's cool yeah 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 we had uh we had an orange tree in our yard we didn't really take care of it as in in when i lived in phoenix we didn't really take care of it super well um because after a while it stopped fruiting but it yeah. did bloom and that was great it was great two weeks where it was like flowering and stuff for like sure that, so. yeah um before we uh pressed record on this episode we were talking about a certain reddit post where so okay in arizona i learned this myself when i lived in arizona there was a certain bourbon group on um facebook and i think they were on instagram slightly but it was really like facebook uh, and i i remember an instance where i posted something uh in on instagram from the podcast and mentioned that uh e.h taylor four grain was one of my favorite bourbons and this general account uh, which represented a group on facebook decides to like shame me and like reach out and be like are you kidding me that's your favorite and i was like and i blocked him took out deleted his comment and like whatever um and it's just like some people are jerks in the whiskey world. We we work together, me and you, in a great, uh, great uh, subculture 
uh, where, you know, or better yet, of great communities. That's the word I'm looking for, uh, where people are very nice and people are thoughtful. And you got people like Ben Klepsig, Dramhound, you know, people that are like, and and much more. Don't I hate to leave names out, but like at people that are very nice people and very supportive people. But there is this underbelly of the whiskey world where people are just rude. Uh, and 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 basically, like, so this guy posts on Reddit recently, and for the Arizona whiskey Reddit, and he basically says, "Hey, this one group, people are just they just." are jerks and i've seen it like like i just mentioned like they're they can be very much jerks and just shame you and he brings up all these these points of like hey uh they shame you if you do this they shame you if you do this you can't say anything right unless you're buying from like one liquor store and buying their picks and like no one will shame you if you do those few things uh and the funny thing was he like and people are like getting on his 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 team and they're like, yeah, they are kind of rude. And and then this the original poster comes in and he's like, yeah, and they're all ugly and their wives are ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, bro, how are you any different than the jerks on this one Facebook group yeah. by saying something so jerk like as that, that their wives are ugly? And then yeah. he like own he doesn't own it no no he does the exact opposite of owning it and basically keeps going and is like, like yeah, no it's true <laughs> yeah yeah and and it, like some people like this is the problem with people these days is they're given a uh, like they might get too chummy and maybe that that's not the problem you know you throw a comment down like their wives are ugly on this group and then you have a decision to make online you have a choice to make and that's either I am going to rescind what I said because it's stupid on all accounts uh, or I'm just going to go with it. And this dude just decided to go with it. And it's funny to me because like, it's very obvious that was the case of he was presented with this option and then he just yeah. decided to keep going. Right. Uh, and I'm not going to get into it any more than that, but I just thought it was funny that like he was very sincere in the beginning. He's like, Hey, here's where they hate you. They hate you if you do this. They they're jerks if you do this, you know, and, and then he makes a jerk comment and then turns yeah. into one of them and keeps going. So I just thought yeah. that was funny. Yeah. The um yeah. I'm definitely in the group that he's talking about. Yeah. Uh and I I really don't. I don't post anything. I, I rarely yeah. even comment at all. Um, but like I'll admit, I kind of enjoy the <laughs> I can't like, stand it. It makes me like, anxious you're like looking at the, <laughs> the, the posts in the comments, like through your fingers. Yeah. Um, there's a, there, uh, talk about guilty pleasure, man. There's a guilty uh -huh. pleasure there for me where, um, you know, uh, it is a little, it can be a little mean sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but mo more often than not, what happens is somebody comes in and makes a post like, Hey, I'm, uh, from the east coast and i'll be in phoenix next week where's oh, the store funny. that i can get eagle rare 17 and oh my goodness <laughs> yeah. and then so people just come in and they just destroy them in the comments like i think it'd be funny if they were anything. like you can get it at all these different stores just check them out and like yeah, yeah. right <laughs> make them go all the way around phoenix a couple times yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's not there you're gonna want to go to the one down the street <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah, that uh, that Facebook group has just some hilarious drama, uh, yeah. just hilarious drama that so, uh, I really enjoy reading. What what actually bothers me the most about that Facebook group is that they were uh, really uncalled for giving Bourbon Charity a bad name. Oh no, I didn't know about uh, that. At yeah, all. and basically Bourbon Charity was still applying for a 501c or whatever, the C status that you can get for a charity. And they were claiming that like he was taking the money for himself with no proof, no wow. anything. They claimed he was or Brandon Hunt was and it was like stressing out Brandon obviously. Yeah, right. Uh, and but they like didn't relent and they were just basically making these unbased uh accusations that he was keeping money for himself when in fact he was throwing down thousands of dollars, like tens of thousands of dollars for bottles to yeah. raise money for charity. Wow. And I just thought that was like shameful yeah. that someone would do that without any proof. Like I get it. Some some charities or trying to be charities might be bad. Uh, but I knowing Brandon and knowing that they had zero proof was kind of messed up to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm just assuming uh, when that happened, you know, 
that was uh, some some people in that group making those comments. Uh, like yeah. maybe you know four bad apples in that group, yeah. like all all and piling in. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, there's bad apples. There's good apples. There's <laughs> there's dumpster fire apples, honey crisp but... <laughs> apples. <laughs> but anyway, um, that uh, is super unfortunate that that happened to him. That uh, I uh, mean, you know, just n- no facts, out. no facts, yeah. and just yeah. Anyway, that sucks. Um, what are you entry buzzing on? Oh yeah. Uh, Garrison is a little funky. Uh, I wanted to go a little funky. So I grabbed my Frey ranch. Um, there's some similarities here and, um, I don't, I don't know. I haven't done the science, uh, on, uh, like testing this, testing that. Um, but like white corn i know garrison brothers uses white yep. corn which you might tell me about in the history later i forgot um, to mention that yeah fray ranch i forget what the deal with what corn they use is wait don't they use blue corn maybe i'm looking on the bottle some here. of they use blue it's um it's or no just... i'm thinking of uh the other brand um what's the other texas brand balcony balconas yeah mm-hmm. baby blue Balcony, Balcony Island. Um, they, anyway, it doesn't pronounce the S. Uh, I think Balconis. If I had to guess how it actually truly is pronounced, okay, it wasn't cool. just being a goob. I would say oh, okay, Bal- gotcha. Balconis. I thought you were being yeah. serious. Yeah, no, no. Um, this podcast is not serious at all. Uh, anyway, this uh, Frey Ranch, it's got some funky funk jokes. to it that reminds okay. me of like a like a white corn funky. So you send anyway. me some of that, right? Uh, surely or a different one. Yeah. Oh, uh, if I if you have Frey Ranch, you have this one. I believe yeah. there is one. Yeah. I believe. I believe. I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> that's probably not the one you were. You were. No, no, it is. I knew you okay, take cool. over for me. Yeah. So okay, if anyone wants to look this up on YouTube, don't look it up. Uh, but in college, I was a part of a. It really wasn't anything official, but I was a part of a group that would do like funny YouTube videos. Trying yes. to be like, you know, Lonely Island or something like that. So what are we playing for the show right now? Which one are we playing? Uh, we are going to play. It's called I Believe in a Thing Called Buff. <laughs> <laughs> and it really wasn't that good looking back, but it was fun to make. And um, my friend Andrew was like quite the gym guy. Yes. Um, nice. And so he was the one saying, I believe in a thing called buff. Just listen to the rhythm of my arms. So. <laughs> and w- was it like a video so were you like in the gym and somebody was like mm-hmm. doing stuff in the gym nice. there's one point where um i'm i'm um bench pressing something and i'm i got a spotter behind me and then he like interlaces his fingers with mine on the bar <laughs> and i'm like, <laughs> I'm like up. yeah it's Perfect. pretty funny so that's nice. gonna get a few views this week. At least, yeah. at least one view this week. I'm sure. Love to hear that's you still up, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. There's a lot of things that are incriminating to me on YouTube. Love it, love it. Yeah. There's this one video of me. This is, I think, yeah, it was the same thing. But um, when I was in high school, we used to do videos as well with some of my high school friends, and I, I kind of was the guy that was like, let's just put together a video and just put it on YouTube, and we never got more than like a few hundred views at the most, basically. Yeah, but one was an accident that we it, it should have been like on a fail blog or like America's Funniest Videos. So my friend Will did not know that if you walk in like an attic, you got to step on the studs, not the like literally the drywall. Amazing. Uh, and so we're filming this video where he's like walking, and it was the video. The video originally was like Charlie the Monster Exterminator, and he was the Monster Exterminator, and the scene begins with him going all right you little critters come out and then he starts walking across this dark um you know attic and then he falls through the, <laughs> the attic Amazing. and uh and the best part is my friend james who had a very high voice at the time he's like oh my gosh i'm in so much trouble um, <laughs> it's like it's just pure gold so if you look it up it's called will lambert falls through i don't get any money for this uh, but I thought it was very good uh, video of an accident. And basically what happens is James is worried that he's going to be in trouble because it's his parents' house. Will is like in pain on the ground because yeah, he like right? fell a story down. And then I'm laughing the whole time. I'm, I, I'm the one filming. And I <laughs> so turn like... the camera towards me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> 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 it was great. So yeah, Classic. look that up later. You won't regret it. Yeah, put that on the uh, Discord podcast episode. Oh, channel. I will. I'm totally going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and oh, uh, so yeah, that is. I don't even know how we went there, but um, nice. Yeah. So yeah. Anything What's else? Been... Any new stuff with you? Uh, not really. We're uh, touring another daycare now. Um, Ooh. just we wanted to tour at least like three touring tour. Yeah, <laughs> always with the tour. Um, <laughs> anyway, we wanted to tour at least like three just to make sure that we, you know, I figured some would teach us something more questions to ask other totally. daycares. So, anyway, doing that tomorrow. Um, you go to creme de la creme. It's how, off, do you, uh, how did you know that? Oh, because it's like one oh, of the you, big ones. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I thought for a sec you were about to tell me that uh, you uh, could see my calendar some somewhere on no, some shared thing that we have. <laughs> yeah. Now all of our listeners know where your child will be. <laughs> hey, that's a one out of three shot. Might not, she true. might not be there at all. So, and yeah. nobody even knows her name. So, so okay. Let's talk about this for a second. <laughs> I, I knew a friend that basically came down to a decision. They were they they brought their kids to Creme de la Creme, which is probably a great daycare. Um, but they realized with with I think it was two kids. So this is a different story, I guess. But they realized with two kids, they are paying per month the wife's salary. Right. So they decided to just forego daycare and just the wife quit her job and took care of the kids. Yeah. So that's they're expensive in Arizona. I pay, I'm gonna say it out loud. I pay for for gray, uh, one kid, infant. I pay 165 a week out here. Oh wow. Unreal compared to Arizona prices. Yeah. yeah. The uh in infant prices here are somewhere on the order of thirteen to fourteen hundred dollars a month. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. it's crazy so that's that's double that yeah literally twice yeah. as much as, as yeah, you. yeah. Mm -hmm. you did good wow. math there proud of you <laughs> so um anyway yeah. yeah we um gearing up for a little get together at somebody's house on saturday should be nice. fun haven't really gone out in a while uh, especially sam hasn't really gone out in a while oh, yeah. um, so she's protecting the kiddo yeah yeah uh they uh but uh she'll get some good mocktails and um nice. get some get some mac and cheese and stuff so look, looking forward to that that's fun i had i told you my sister came into town last weekend it was a good time oh, yeah. we had a good time yeah, she yeah. brought good. so so here's the fun thing did she, she enter the lottery for you no i forgot to reach out you so. no luck i know right um but she last minute she was like i'm bringing my boyfriend hey oh um and so i was like hey that's you know opening up a bit we had a great time met her boyfriend <laughs> fun guy his name is tate um but it was cool and it was good to meet them and it was good to hang out but the hard thing was i was like hey why don't we just stay home and they were like sweet and i'm like and then we can do cocktails and stuff for free and not, not pay anything while we're out. And then basically after they agreed to stay home, they're like, oh, yeah, we also don't drink. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> which is fine. Like, I'm fine with not drinking. But I like basically made my point so that it was like, hey, we'll stay home for the biggest reason that we can right. not pay for cocktails. And yeah. then they're like, no, we'll, we, we don't drink. And then I'm like, oh, OK, so we'll just make dinner then. So <laughs> nice. What'd you make? uh we made tacos but tate is a vegetarian so we did <clears throat> bean tacos that's Perfect. right people we were sponsored that dinner was sponsored by bush's baked beans future sponsor of chill filtered podcast mm, love me some bush's baked beans love me some bush's baked beans so uh <laughs> or bush's black beans because Ooh. they don't just sell baked beans so if you check out their website, you'll find everything you need. So um, anyway, <laughs> the yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coupon code or uh, bushesbakedbeans.com slash chill filtered. Um, we we got to do a live read. That's always fun. nice. Um, but uh, yeah, things are good. Uh, I just received a package from a friend with uh, plenty of whiskey, and I am excited to crack into it. Very good. And, very good. Um, yeah. And shout out, actually, a separate shout out to Brian Friggin' Duncan, who is the sponsor of this episode uh, because he was able to send a uh, drink along bottle, which is upcoming, as well as he was very, very kind enough to basically just just gift me a not even basically literally gifted me 
a bottle of that um, OBSK Four Roses Single Barrel Barrel Strength uh, because he knew I loved it from the drink along. He's like, yeah, you can have it. I'm like, so uh, shout out in the highest. Oh, come on. To Brian Duncan. Oh, that's a good idea. Quadruple, quintuple shout out. Baller shout out to Brian Duncan. We love you. Thank you so much. Um, anything else before we're kind of going somewhat long? So, anything else before we get into the history of this whiskey and stuff? No, no, not a lot going no. on over here. Yeah, it's all good. All right, we'll be right back and we'll talk about history of Garrison Brothers. So, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back. I got my notes here. I wrote them down myself. Uh, some quick shout outs. Uh, we only have one shout out this week, and it's not a listener. Well, I imagine it'll be a listener this week. It is a shout out to Garrison Brothers Distillery for providing the sample we're drinking today. Uh, we do objective reviews for those listening and viewing. Uh, so may or may not be a positive review of something someone sent us from the distillery. So we'll be honest, as we always try to be. Um, Garrison Brothers, Guadalupe. Uh, she hails from the parish <laughs> of the Sisters, Ladies, Mountains, Hearts of Guadalupe. You got to do that Sister. every time we say the word Guadalupe. That's true. Yes. Sister Incarnacion. Such a good movie. And <laughs> Brian watched it this week. It was so yeah. funny. Okay, I'm just going to. I had to digress. brush up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you might as well. I mean, it's one of the greatest comedies of all time. Uh, Brian and I had a very coincidental moment this week. I am not often, we have a shared, uh, uh, Google sheets, uh, you know, document thing that where we, uh, where we basically track our samples so that we can do, uh, re-entry buzzes without having to, uh, look at the actual bottle. We have labels, secondary labels on them. So we're able to say, Hey, we're going to pick number X. And anyway, long story short. Uh, we were in it at the exact same time randomly on what Tuesday night. Sounds uh, right. Yeah. I just felt like that was super random that we yeah. were like, I was in it and you were, I'm like, are you in the, the, uh, yeah. the, uh, spreadsheet? And I was like, Oh God, am I messing you up? Cause I was like adding uh, rows and putting in new stuff. And everything. I just <laughs> felt like that was funny. And then you were like, yeah, I'm also watching Nacho Libre. So and then I couldn't in, help, in, but probably quote it four times. Yeah. Interlaced it. in the, uh, it would be each oh, row yeah. would be like sample bottle, sample bottle, sample bottle, Nacho Libre quote, sample bottle, sample bottle. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. I love that movie. Anyway. Um, I am excited because this is one, our first Garrison Brothers whiskey featured on the podcast. But secondly, I believe this is our first Texas whiskey uh, based, you know, Texas based whiskey on the podcast. So we'll have some nice, fresh background on the brand. Uh, so let's talk about the distillery, the brand. Um, Garrison Brothers Distillery has been a thing since 2006, since I was in high school, or at least uh, that's when, when did you graduate college? College 2010. Okay, cool. Really? Yeah. High school 2005. College was five years for me because I'm, okay, I'm gotcha. slow. Yeah. I'm slow too. <laughs> um, but I did, I technically did a May master and then graduated. But on paper, what is that? Uh, you ever heard of May master? It's like a one semester, it's like one semester within May. So it's like you like, the spring semester's over, and then you do like an accelerated May mess. Oh, and that intercession got me over to... is what I've I'm familiar What's with that? the term intercession class. Oh, where it's like an entire semester's class in three weeks. Yeah, but I did four classes in May. Ooh, like yeah, dang. I was it, and I was in crutches the whole time and didn't have a car. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I, wow. I pulled it off and it was great. I know, right? Talk about like, things you can't do as you get older anymore. Imagine oh, doing that up. now. <laughs> oh my goodness, it would have been so frustrating. Yeah, I, uh, the nice I transferred, thing was, uh -huh. I transferred oh, I gotcha. colleges uh, after my first year and Where'd you only, go only some of my credits transferred. And then uh, anyway, right, yeah. I kind of had a similar thing. Yeah. Where did you go for grad? Where did you graduate? 
I graduated from Kansas State University. Wild ah, go Jayhawks. Boo. <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh, go Mountain Lions. <laughs> Wildcats. Close Wildcats. Same yeah. thing. I, I did go to KU for my first year. And, oh. uh, and it was, I will say, KU is the prettier campus, but K State is the nicer people. Which one's in like, I know one's in, don't tell me, uh, Springfield? No, you guessed that last time too. And uh, I was like, there's the Springfield in Kansas? Or no, actually, there's I said, you just guessed that because there's a Springfield in every state. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Or like Greenville or something like that. Right, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you you watch The Simpsons much, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know how it was like a shtick where like you never know what state they're actually yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Because it's pretty much one. In, yeah. yeah. There's pretty much a Springfield in every state. And it's like mm -hmm. they'll make a joke like she's rattling off the address and she's like, in Springfield, Ohio, mod. Like, <laughs> like turns to say, like, Ohio. <laughs> oh, I like that. I don't, I've never caught that. Um, yeah, it's a good show. I only started watching it once uh, we got uh, Disney Plus. And then I would just watch it while I was making jewelry sometimes. Yeah. And it would just be like a half watching, but it's always a good show to half watch. Yeah. Those, uh, yeah. Earlier seasons. So good. And then I kind of lost track of it after, I don't know, yeah. season 10 or 12 or something, mm -hmm. but those older seasons they just cemented in my Still mind, good. probably like Nacho Libre for you. And yeah. I love the idea that Garrison like skipped to this part where we started the history. And then now we went mm -hmm. off on a Simpsons rant. Oh, <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. All right. Where did I leave off? Uh, yeah, very beginning. Uh, yep, I was on the first sentence of my <laughs> main portion. Yeah, they've been a, a thing since uh 2006, or at least that's when they were first granted uh the their first the, let me start over, or at least that's when they were granted the first seller's permit for bourbon outside of Kentucky or Tennessee. Didn't know that, that's which cool. makes it the oldest legal bourbon distillery in the great state of Texas. Nice. Uh, specifically in High, that's H Y E, Texas, uh, west of Austin by an, about, about an hour and a half, uh, north of San Antonio by about an hour and a half. Um, started by a guy named Dan Garrison uh, with the goal to make Texas bourbon a thing. Uh, so much so that originally he didn't even intend for the bourbon to be sold outside the great nation of Texas. Nation. You uh, called it a nation. <laughs> Yeah. So when I first moved to San Antonio and went to school there for a little bit, I was like in like an orientation group for something. And there's like some people that are just, you know, your average Texans. And then there's some people that are like cowboy Texans. Oh, yeah. And this one guy, you know, everyone's introducing themselves and he's like, well, I think I've lived in the great nation of Texas my whole life. And it was just right. it was perfect. I still remember that to this day. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just um, the most Texan Texan thing oh, I've ever absolutely. heard. P.S. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Garrison sample bottle, largest sample bottle we've ever been given. Everything's to. bigger in Texas and know, it's got right? a Lone Star on it. So, <laughs> oh, man, I just laughed yeah. when I saw it was a full four ounces, probably yeah. even more. <laughs> Amazing. You got to love Texas. I, I know. I, you know, some of my best friends, one of my groomsmen was two. I, well, originally two of my groomsmen uh, were from Texas, and um, they're just so proud of it. And they should be. Everyone yeah. should be proud of something, as long as that something is great. And my uh, uh, my uh, personal experience with that is mm -hmm. almost everyone who moved from Texas to Phoenix that like I've met from work, mm -hmm. uh, pe people my age specifically, mm -hmm. where they like graduated college and got hired at a place in Phoenix. Uh -huh. All of the ones from Texas have moved back to Texas. That's it great. Just, like, Actually, similarly, yeah. everyone's like, I want to go home to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I had a friend that uh, shout out to Brian Shaw. I doubt he's listening. Uh, but he moved to or he moved. We were in the same church out in Phoenix and he moved about the same month that we moved and he moved back quick. And I don't even blame him, you know. Um, yeah. I love Phoenix, but he missed Texas a lot. And so did his wife. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Brian Shaw, not the bodybuilder or not the strong man. Another I branch. thought the name sounded familiar. Yeah, he's I've like he's like that main like when you think of like the people that can like bend metal, he's that guy. Nice. But that's not my friend Brian. But he could huh. probably bend metal to some extent. Yeah, he was on your YouTube video there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Stronger. Yeah. yeah, interlacing his fingers onto the bar. Yeah, perfect. Uh anyway. Uh 
uh yep dan garrison uh originally yeah didn't even intend for the bourbon to be sold outside the great nation of texas it's pretty cool in their first few attempts at aging bourbon in the texas heat uh there were apparently hundreds of gallons lost so much so that dan garrison basically realized that this wasn't a profitable endeavor unless he custom made the barrels or like got the barrels custom made to be thicker wood staves than than normal that's cool otherwise they would have had too much angels uh share i wonder if he just like put an insulating layer of like styrofoam or something i wonder if that would would be something but you also want the texas heat to have an impact you just don't want to lose too much because like there's two things that can happen one the maturation occurs within the barrel and then the angels share so if one's too much over the other it's not worth it so yeah Anyway, apparently he got the the help of Dave Pickerel, legend, uh, and apparently he bought a still from Elmer T. Lee himself. That's cool. Uh, he he was basically off to making Texas bourbon for real. Uh, they sold their first bottle of bourbon in, on Texas Independence Day. That was March second, specifically in 2010, or this one specifically was in 2010. Their first release was a one year bottle of bourbon called Young Gun. <laughs> uh, now they have many products and much more aged than one year. Uh, some of their standard releases are their small batch, a 94 proof bourbon, at least three years old. Uh, they offer single barrels as well at 94 proof and single barrels that are cast strength. Uh, and they're aged at least three years. Um, there is cowboy bourbon, uh, which is a uncut, unfiltered straight bourbon. The latest release, uh, which apparently you have a bottle of, is 140.9 proof. Uh, then there's Balmaria, a twice-barreled 115 proofer. Uh, they have a Laguna Madre, which is a limousine oak immersed bourbon at 101 proof. And a few others, including a honey barrel, fin- uh, one that was finished in cognac barrel, uh, and some bourbons, uh, or rather finished bourbon, and a high, that's H-Y-E, rye bourbon. Uh, <laughs> then there's what we're drinking today. Uh, so really quick, uh, thought it was cool. The brand has a 501c3 charitable organization. As we mentioned earlier, the charitable stuff is good. Uh, it's called, uh, they basically call it good bourbon for a good cause that has raised over $1 million thus far for important causes such as veterans with PTSD, healthcare for hospitality, uh, workers, uh, Texas state parks and COVID-19 relief. So pretty cool stuff. They're involved in that way, especially in Texas. Uh, anyway, Texas bourbon is known for hot aging. That is not a proprietary term, just high temperature maturation of barrels. Uh, and with hot days and somewhat cooler nights in that area of Texas, aging has a stronger effect on a bourbon. Uh, consider whiskeys like Amroot in the very hot region of India, or even Whiskey Del Bach, uh, aged in Tucson, Arizona. Uh, hot climates can have a noticeable impact on whiskey. Anyway, here's what we're drinking today. Garrison Brothers, a Guadalupe. She hails, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> so Guadalupe is not a new release from Garrison Brothers. It started, uh, the first release was released in 2021. They basically had a, a little stint with a um, local or at least local to Texas um, port or like a wine company. They had a few Cabernets and stuff and they messed with a port barrel that they had and they were like, we got to do this. But then they realized we got to go bigger, um, bigger uh, scale than just this local winery in Texas. And so they started getting uh, Portuguese tawny port barrels uh so anyway uh they've been doing it uh the barrels for that first release started in 2015 uh and you know every year from then it was like a four-year like i forget i'm all over the place right now 2024 release is what we're drinking today in case you're wondering standard proof for this bottling is 107 uh originally aged in uh normal like or at least charred oak barrels charred oak new charred oak barrels and then that's for four years and then two additional years and 59 gallon Portuguese tawny port barrels. And actually I rescind my, my statement on the 59 gallons. I realized that was applying to the original barrels that they were getting from the Texas winery. I can't confirm that the Portuguese barrels are 59 gallons accurate. 
and meandering everyone and meandering <laughs> Uh, this is a, this is very special because like I said, they're small batch, they're single barrel three years minimum, but they don't go on to say that it's, uh, you know, X amount of years. They basically say three years minimum, but this is a six year, even though it's, I mean, four years in new chart Oak, two years in port. It is a six year. I don't know. Did they, did they say that? Yeah. I think that still counts. Like you can call it a six year. Oh yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, at least in the 2020 release, this is not what we're drinking today, I saw that evaporation loss in the first four years was about 25%, which is crazy for four years. Yeah. So total wine price, I don't know about total wine, but the barreltap.com sells the recent 2024 iteration for $149.99. And if you're interested, it's still on their website. And I believe they ship to multiple states. Nice. Uh, so maybe cop you a bottle, especially if we like it. Yeah, uh, that's six, all I got. Six uh -huh. years in a such a hot climate. Seriously, like yeah, that's. Uh, I wonder what proof this comes out of the barrel at because it's mm -hmm. standard at standard cut down to one hundred seven. But yeah, whew. no, it it should be interesting. And I have a I have a good feeling about this one. Um, yeah. So cork pop, none, twisty top with cool wax, cool coppery wax. Yes. Ooh, what a nose! This Ooh, almost smells like a honey barrel bottle. with the nose. I'm uh look at that dark color. <laughs> look going at Delbach that. today, Delbach Glencairn. Nice. Do you see this color? Yeah, wow. That's dark. That looks like and grape juice on the video. The funny thing is, is I poured more than normal because normally we have sample bottles that are this shape, uh, but I only pour about that much originally, but to scale because it's twice the you know, size. I believe we are required to pour bigger pours today because we're drinking something from Texas. Yep. Everything's bigger in Texas. All right, let's do this. Yeah. Wait. Ooh. Okay. Port showing up for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm getting some light pepper in addition to the port. Okay. I'm getting some youth to be honest. A uh, little small barrel taste, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Uh, raisins. Like, I was eating raisins today. Strong raisins. What's that? Um, I was curious if I could get the camera to show these legs on this bad oh, no. boy. No, I got a it, decent uh, high. It is. When I swirl it up to the yeah. top of where yeah, I've swirled those legs. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it coagulates, man. It Ooh. comes down in those legs. <laughs> um... Biggest note, raisins. Yeah, on the nose. for sure. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Like pure raisins. It's hard to get around that note. And it smells It smells like you literally are opening a box of raisins and putting your yeah. nose in there. Are you getting any spice? I'm trying to decide if that's just my allergy thing um, going on. <laughs> a little bit, but not peppery spice, personally. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I... Oh, man. I so I've talked about like sherry or port finished uh, scotches smelling like raisins. There is nothing that has smelled more like raisins than this whiskey that I've ever had. Yeah, I just took a sip. Um, it really, I mean, just as you'd expect, it's a flavor bomb right away. Mm -hmm. There is something missing from the mid palette just real quick. Yep. Totally. I thought, I thought for a sec that like, boom, there wasn't going to be any finish and I thought it just trailed off really quick. Good. Finish, but then though. like the finish totally came back 100%. and yep. just big, big time raisins on the finish. But, uh, I'll analyze this, this mid sip a little more here. So I a hundred percent agree with you. It is really good at the front of the palette. Uh, and then it drops into this to me, youthful note. Uh, I wouldn't call it soapy, as I have called some youthful notes before. Maybe a little synthetic is a good way to put it. Uh, but you're right. The finish is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the finish is potentially the best part so far of this whiskey. Uh, and I think that... Very sweet. Uh huh. That syntheticness you're talking about, if I'm understanding or guessing what I think you're talking about, mm -hmm. uh, it's that white corn kind of funk. I call it, I attribute yeah. it to white corn. I, I genuinely don't know if it's because of the white corn, uh -huh. but it's just some mental block that I have here that um, I don't get a lot of, I don't get youth in that it is not pleasant or like uh, burny, <laughs> if uh -huh. you will. Totally. Um, mm -hmm. I just, I get kind of like a, 
a stifling hay barn. Yes, <laughs> like, I can dig or, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hay barn is a really good note, especially what you'd imagine a hay barn tastes like. Uh, I don't find it great. I think it is uh, a downside or personally of this, but I think the finish in a way makes up for it. Um, yeah. I have had several other garrisons um, mm -hmm. and this, that um, funk that, that mm -hmm. what I have called white corn funk uh -huh. um, is, is masked the most I've ever tasted on this. Mm -hmm. it, it is masked by all that raisins. I mean, this is yeah. literally raisins colon the whiskey. That, that, that is what we're drinking today. <laughs> so on your other pours from garrison brothers did you get you said it's most pronounced on this pour no um, okay <clears throat> that white corn funk is least pronounced on this oh least than, pronounced okay than I've ever so had on the other ones on, are getting on a little bit of that. yeah and i think that that's uh -huh. masked because of that big bold raisins i, uh -huh. I think that's kind of that's that's covering up so if you don't like garrison because you don't like that funkiness um yeah. this would be the one to try then just to make sure totally. see, see if you like this one i had um yeah i think it was cowboy yeah, I had it a few years back. I'm just remembering this now. Um, and it was Brandon Hunt shared it with me from Bourbon Charity. And it was the most pecan pie uh, whiskey I've ever had. It was just oh, yeah. pure pecan pie. It was so good. Yeah. Um, this is overall, overall, I do like it. Uh, but I am a little put off by that mid palate note um but raisins are great though yeah and you won't find anything like as raisin bomb as this or like dried fruit bomb as this even no. in the scotch realm yeah i've never yeah. tasted anything so wine finished the mm. this is the biggest finish punch mm. uh, other than like ombre on yeah it. Uh, this yeah. is the biggest finish punch i've probably ever had the more yeah, i sip is... it yeah the more i'm getting a little more i can i can get a little more youth at the very end of the finish now okay. um but it's, it's totally not unpleasant though and even for only for being a six year i i think that it's oh. it's on par for a six year i'm not saying that it's a, a disappointing thing at all i'm just saying oh there it is <laughs> yeah i just added some water as some might have seen it is much more um, uh, potent on the nose uh, in terms of the alcohol vapors. I'm not saying it smells like alcohol. I'm saying it like kind of burns my nose a little bit. Um, still, still raisiny, still sherry slash port kind of. I'm, I'm not saying the sherry in it. I'm saying it smells like a sherry slash port finished whiskey. Um. I like it. My complaint is that, I mean, besides that, like little bit of a um, youthful note, let me back up. I might not mean like, sometimes I get this note for small barrels. And when I looked at the first release, the 2020, 2020 run release, I realized that the original, it still might be the case. It might not be the case, but in the original batch of Guadalupe, it was first aged in 30 gallon barrels, which with small barrels, there can be a smaller window of aging, in my opinion. Some, some companies can nail it. Some companies, not as much. And when there's a lot of heat, it's risky to go four years with small barrels. Mm -hmm. uh, you look at Whiskey Del Bach and they have, what, 20, 22 or 25 gallon barrels or something like that. And they only go like 14 months on their typical yeah. aging. Uh, four years is in my opinion, for a 30 gallon barrel, maybe pushing it a little too far. I wish they might've pulled it back a little bit. Uh, so when I say youth, that's kind of what I mean. It's like a small barrel. I've used the word soapiness. I don't agree with soapiness here, uh, but I can get that hay barn, hay barn smell, taste. I uh, dropped a little water too. I am not getting... Ooh. So a little less fruit, 
Um, but uh, I'm getting a little more of the wood, I think. Uh, I'm getting a, mm-hmm. it's a, a little bitter characteristic. Um, at first, I wanted to say like charcoal. Um, uh, yeah, but I can see that. I, I'm leaning more towards just like a dried, the dried charred wood, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, uh, more of the barrel uh, uh, is coming through and less of the jammy raisins are coming through now with a little bit of mm-hmm. water. Um, I agree with that. I'm, and it could just be, you know, the more I've had, the more I've sipped now, but I'm, I'm having trouble finding the mid palate drop off that we were talking about earlier. Are you still experiencing That's that? That's all I'm getting. I'm, oh, I'm okay, almost okay. getting, I, I'm not getting a good finish. Like I was getting on the neat pour. I'm not getting uh, the good front of the palate. Like I was getting before I am only getting the hay barn. Maybe that's a little bit of raisins, a little bit of raisins, but hay barn yeah. takes over. And I actually, I would go as far as saying I do not like it with water. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I do agree that the, oh, uh, well, I guess I might not say that I don't like it with water, but um, I think neat was better because uh, neat had the the highest highs and, and this kind of brought everything down a little bit, but, but that's okay. I'm going to drop a drop a cube. Ah, cubes. Give it the old spin, J. Huh. My whiskey is more volume now. And it's colder. Surprising how that happens. Still searching for that one whiskey that when you add ice, it gets warmer. Still searching. And it goes less. Yeah, right. Yeah. When we find that whiskey where the volume goes down when you add ice, that's uh, that's, that's like, the one. Yeah. yeah, that's the one we'll love. Uh, great nose, I think, with ice. Uh, a little more. Uh, the raisins are still there, but it's not like the full effect. Like on the neat pour, raisins were like, that's it. Uh, nice oak. Yeah. Uh, more brown sugar slightly... and buttery. Yes. Brown sugar and buttery is a great note. Uh, even on the neat pour, I, I'm sad I didn't mention that because I do remember thinking this is brown sugar, but I don't remember saying it. And buttery works very well as well. You mentioned cowboy though, and yeah, cowboy is the butter brown sugar. As you mentioned, mm-hmm. you mentioned pecan, pecan pie, pie. I mean, all of that, and it's so viscous and oily, and it's just like it's very, very good, <laughs> very, mm-hmm. very good. What's the retail for cowboy? Cowboy's two fifty. Okay. Yeah, so it's usually hazmat, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know no? about usually. The oh, year yeah, before, the last all one. I know is the year before was not, and then now okay, gotcha. this one is. So barely. I guess I mean, twenty twenty two was not. Twenty twenty three is barely. Uh, nice. I'm only ninety percent sure. <laughs> okay, cool. No, that's good to know. Hmm. Better than the water pour. But not better than the meat pour at all. Uh, still getting that hay barn. Uh, it kind of reminds me of a young um, single malt. Like, uh, I hate to say this, but it kind of reminds me of Floki a little bit. Oh, no, come on. Come, I, and then I need to send you more Floki. That's a little. Uh, I, think I, got, <laughs> I think I got at least one full. Not the birch finish. I'm talking about yeah. the young smoke finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like alfalfa sprouts or like uh, hay. Yeah, I yeah hay I to- from high. Totally get what you mean there. Um, and yeah, the uh, it took away the finish a lot more with ice. Mm-hmm. And like, I actually liked it quite a bit more than water with oh, cool. the ice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I think if it's not neat, then it's ice for me. Um, but all the flavors were really mellowed out more in general. Uh, and it and it still lacked the highest highs that I got from the, okay. from the meat. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely better than the water for me. Uh, but it doesn't beat the neat. Beat the neat. Um, beat the neat. Oh, 
All right, I'm ready to rate this one. I was yeah, you look like you were thinking real hard about rating there. Yeah. Gotta be honest. I'm gonna Gotta give this honest. an 8.0. Okay. Um very special in that it is, like I said, the most raisiny uh port bomb I've ever had. Uh that hay note, that like hay bale note. It really like if it had been raisiny and then didn't have that hay bale note, I would have probably been closer to a nine. Uh, but the hay bale note brought me down to an eight. Uh, still good. Eight's a great score. Um, but uh, I wish they might have tried. I might be wrong on this. I wish they might have tried full size barrels for this one. Like 55ers or 53ers. Or Did you read, do they do full size at all? Or is it standard across I the board? I don't know. I need to look that up a little more, but I didn't catch yeah. that. But I I would I would bet money they didn't use yeah. full size barrels. Yeah. Gotcha. Think about your uh think about your letter score here. And I'll say Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'll say um I'm above you today. Uh nice. <clears throat> at the same time though, I am a big finish guy i love heavy finish stuff and this is just the heaviest finish um i'm pecking this eight three eight four uh in uh -huh. that territory um and this is it's it's definitely not average and it it definitely stands out uh -huh. um but still um as far as the letter score goes i'm pegging it like a b minus okay. um this is in the solid good category for me um, mm. in that it has more pros than cons and it has mm -hmm. some very memorable features that, that I totally. enjoyed a lot, which is how heavy that finish was and how mm. particularly it tasted like raisins. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. If you like raisins, you, you go, go buy this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. None like it. Uh, you know, yeah. nothing is as close. I'm going to go just below that still good, but I'm going to give it a C plus, um, a little bit of a letdown, but <laughs> I have high hopes for Garrison Brothers in the future. So yeah, um, and we have a cowboy that we'll do here um, mm -hmm. in an upcoming episode too. So yep, no, that sounds great. Um, all right, now that we've talked about rating, thank you again to Garrison Brothers for sending that. But I think it's time for our next segment of the show that we like to call Whiskey World News. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Welcome back to the Whiskey World News segment. And today, being the end of the month here, we are not going to read an article. <laughs> uh, we're going to run through some of the upcoming releases uh, for Let's the month it. of March. But before I do that, I just want to say, uh, still as of right now, I think un until February 29th, uh, the Blanton's Gold Raffle is still live. That's right. The Blanton's Gold Raffle is live where you can go to sazerakbarrelselect.com slash drawing. Again, maybe a little slower this time. Sazerakbarrelselect.com slash Did you drawing. put in your entry? I did. Nice. Uh, I went ahead and, and put in uh, for every $100 donation to, I think it's St. Jude's yep. Children's Hospital. I think so. um, for every $100 donation, you get an entry into uh, your ability to pick a Blanton's Gold Barrel. Yeah. Uh, so I went ahead and I put in 100 to the charity. And Brian Duncan, I know, went ahead and put in nice. 100 to the charity. And so that's tax two. deductible, right? That's true. That's true. So um, anyway, uh, that is open until February 29th, if nice. I remember correctly. Let's just say February 28th, in case I'm wrong, yeah. get in there and, yeah. and make sure and yeah. check it out. Um, but now I will uh, run through some of these March releases for you, let you know what's coming out in the month of March. Again, who knows when it's going to hit your state and with the distributors and all, but at least hopefully you should start seeing it come out here in the month of March. So we've got a new Booker's coming out. Oh, Booker's 2024-01. So the first batch in 2024, gotcha. and it is called the Springfield batch. We were just talking hey! about Simpsons. Springfield. Yeah. What? Springfield, Sp Kentucky. We have. We will never know what state this is referenced to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Actually, I want to say they did finally in like when the when the Simpsons movie came out. Uh -huh. I think they like finally announced like which state they were actually Interesting. in. I want to say there was like a because the Simpsons movie was always supposed to be like the final, like the end mm. 
but then yeah. they just kept kept doing the TV show. I don't know. Money's to be made. Yeah, I know, right? Anyway, yeah. all right. Uh, Booker's new Booker's. That's cool. Chattanooga. Yeah. Excuse me. Hang on one second. <coughs> yeah. Uh, Chattanooga whiskey experimental single batch series batch thirty seven ancient wheat. So the Ooh. ancient wheat wheat batch of Chattanooga is coming out. That's um, cool. we've got the uh, a couple different releases from Hard Truth. So okay. this is new to me. Have you ever heard of Hard Truth before? Heard the brand. Um, a buddy of mine sent me a couple samples. Yeah. Uh, buddy, buddy of mine, uh, Max, who we've uh, we, we might be drinking something from him here real soon. Uh, oh yeah, we got Ayo, the coasters. Shout out to Max. Max He's got <laughs> nice. some some cool stickers and some cool coasters. Yeah, there's a magnet in there too, if I remember. Ooh, correctly. fancy! Yeah, it's man. on my fridge right now. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, hard truth. So they've got a four grain bourbon bottled in bond coming out. They've got a sweet mash bourbon. They've got a weeded bourbon bottled in bond and that's it. So yeah, okay. those three from hard truth, um, hundred proof, 90 proof, hundred proof. Those are all coming out here pretty soon. That's cool. And Cole's going to do a little dance for you while I mute my mic and cough really quick. Hey, oh, red Thanks, Robin. Yum. Perfect. Thank you so much for that, Cole. Let me just take yep. a swig of water here real quick. Hey. Oh, thank you so much. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Nailed it. All right. We've got here the uh, Heaven Hill Heritage Collection, 18-year-old Kentucky Straight Bourbon coming out. So you've heard of this, right? You What's saw that proof? press release? Yeah. The proof is 120 proof. And it is the, Dang. correct, correct me if I'm wrong. This is like a brown form in mash bill, 78% corn, 12% malted barley, 10% rye. Uh, or is that, that's Elijah Craig. No, brown form it is 72, 18, 10, I believe. That actually, that is definitely correct. Okay. And uh, yeah, this is the Elijah Craig uh, mash bill, 72, okay, cool. 12 barley, and then 10 rye. Okay, cool. Um, but anyway, if you can somehow find one of these for uh, MSRP, it is $300 Whew. for for basically 18 year old 120 proof Elijah Craig Braille proof. 18 year 120. Ah, uh, it's risk. I mean, that's a, it might be a good bet. Yeah, I know. 18 I, year, but I, I do love an old 90 proofer like Eagle uh, 17, IW uh, Harper 15. Like I can dig them, but I can also dig an 18 year 120 year, especially. So we've also got Penelope Rio batch two coming out. Nice only info i have on this is that it is like a thirty thousand bottle release okay so that does not sound like a lot so good luck finding that Thirty thousand? Um, that's a lot of barrel 000. or a bottle of bottles a lot of bottles uh i don't know i guess we'll see I mean, it's not right huge. In, let us know if you see one on the shelf yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> red line bottled in bond bourbon Ooh, never heard of red line that. before yeah yeah um, and they have an experimental cask series coming out that is amaro finished that sounds interesting Ooh, dude amaro is risky what is it uh uh not dovetail um armida has a little mm. bit of a morrow in that finish oh that's the one mm -hmm. i can't remember if i like armida or dovetail better i know i've tried both but i haven't had dovetail but i didn't love armida because okay. of the amaro finish it's too bitter gotcha gotcha Last one on the list here, World Whiskey Society, as we recently discussed with the sweet unicorn topper and everything. Uh -huh. uh, they've got a Doc Holiday 10-year. I'm not, not right. even sure what that is, but if you're into that, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving into what whiskey would you choose, though? So last yeah. week on Instagram, we polled yeah. our, our viewers and we asked you, what cork topper would you choose? That's right. We put it against my pretty unicorn from the World Whiskey Society against nice. Cole's heavier than it looks barrel gray label topper. Mm -hmm. And it turns out people like pretty unicorns because I won 83% yep. to 17%. <laughs> nice. I will say I do love a good heavier than it looks cork. Nice. We got a couple write-ins from a couple people here that uh yeah, some have, good write-ins. Yeah, that um a couple of them mentioned Frey Ranch here that yeah, I got. I didn't know. Is that a hexagon or an octagon? That is a octagon. Ah, uh, not a hexagon. The I love octagon of doom. It yep. uh, you could you could kill a guy with that too. But anyway, yeah. that is the first write-in here from Whiskey Drinking Panda. He sent a photo Joey this time. T and he says uh Frey Ranch. 
Nice. Uh, oh, yeah. And he also wrote in and said, Frey Ranch bottle toppers are fantastic. That's cool. Love Paul Clarkson, he said, Wild Turkey Masters Keep. Did We did mention that, like in passing on the show, right? I don't know if we did, but it's a nice copper, heavy metal cork yeah. top. If we didn't mention it, that was my number two because it okay, was totally cool. on my mind. I remember yeah, thinking about point. it. And it's absolutely heavier than it looks. That yeah, one's you can like kill a guy with that. legit surprising. Yeah. yeah. Matt Town Marketer Ben Klepsig says Signet. So Glenn Morangi Signet, you yep. sent in a picture it's too. Very heavy. It's also metallic. Yep. Yeah. He says it blends in with the neck and is it so does. heavy yeah, and like, satisfying to hold. It's like, uh, so like, like when you heavy. put the topper on, like the neck goes into the topper. So all the it's, way down it's to the flush. It's flush with the bottle. Oh, and it goes up and, and over. So it's like trapezoidal. Gotcha. Gotcha. Crap. No. Crapezoidal. Yeah, I said it. There's no going back now. I said crapezoidal. Yeah, he did. Bro ask a test. Wasa. He wrote in. He hey. said he said Baker seven. It's neat. I like all the writing. Cool. And then he also said, or caribou crossing because it's a caribou, <laughs> which uh -huh. is better, which is better than a dang horse. That's what he said. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, all it right. is. And last up, we got Marco and AZ. He says wild turkey decanter series where the cork topper is the turkey's head. I've never seen this before. What is that? Yeah. Wait, what did he say it was? Decanter what? series. So yeah, I guess there's like that. a turkey decanter. Well, so there's there's something called Turkey Tom. I know that. And it is not wild turkey. But uh, yeah, I wonder if uh, wild turkey has like an old, you know, like the old Jim Beam decanters that are yep. like everything. There's like, oh, I see it. It's yeah, it's sort of like that. I'm looking at it right now. It's very much like old Jim Beam decanters. So it's like super old timey, like came out. Yeah, in the 90s like porcelain probably with lead included in the porcelain, likely. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Nice. So um, no, I like that. Nice. What about this week? Oh, so this week we got a really fun one here. Yeah. We're going to ask you to we we're going to ask you to own up to it. We need you to be own honest with us here. Because we're asking you, what is your guilty pleasure bad whiskey? What is the whiskey that you are like semi ashamed to admit that you actually like? And I'm going to make Cole go first if he has. Uh, I got to think about this one. Okay. All right. Um, well, you think. I got you. Okay. So mine is Knob Creek Maple. <laughs> nice. Shout out to my lovely wife, Sam. I almost nice. said Mathwig, <laughs> uh, which is her maiden name. But uh, yeah. anyway, shout out to my lovely wife, Sam Rapp. And who Jim, also, while we're at it. And Jim, while we're at it. And Patty, while we're at it. Oh, just hey. giving all the shout outs. So uh, anyway, Knob Maple is like the, the whiskey that got Sam to start liking whiskey. Nice. And uh, anyway, it is like it's basically an old fashioned in a bottle. Totally. And it, it it delightfully tastes like maple syrup. I I. I think it actually is 80 proof. If it's not 80 uh, proof, it's like it's like right there. But I'm pretty sure it's it's at least 80 proof. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's super sweet, super delicious. Nice. Uh, I have I'm between two, and I think I'll decide as I speak it out. Uh, my first is Jameson Standard. I do not mind Jameson Standard. I choose it over all the basic, like top five most sold in the u.s like jack daniels jim beam um uh what's the other one um uh crown royal those ones like jameson i can dig uh, but then i'm between that and crown royal rye but i also feel like crown royal rye is a lot better than people make it out to be so i'm gonna go with jameson here so yeah i can dig jameson i can drink it if people hand me something cheap i'm going jameson love it so and uh yeah uh we need you to be honest here you know if we don't get if we don't get at least one screwball peanut butter whiskey Throw right it in, down we know mm -hmm. you lied we know you lied because one of y'all everyone there loves mm -hmm. the screwball peanut butter <laughs> and yeah. it doesn't need to be 80 proof that doesn't need yeah. to be a you know 80 proof. it could be, it could be fireball for all we care Heck yeah. I, I oh man if i had a number two my number two would be fireball. Really? i can yeah, crush I can fireball that. So you know what goes well with Fireball? Um, cider. Cider. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm, 100%. Is that really 100%. what you were going to say? Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yep. uh, Angry Orchard. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Per particularly. Yeah. They, uh, yep. you, yeah. Yeah. Because they're sweeter. And yeah. You take Angry Orchard oh. and you mix Fireball in and it's called Angry Balls. 
Oh, nice. Have you ever um, been to, what is that? Uh, south of the border? I think it's south of the border. North of the border? On the border? On the border. On the on border. The bo- yeah, yeah. It's a Mexican restaurant, right? So they had something that was like a spiced cider kind of thing. But it was it was Angry Orchard, uh, Fireball, and a little bit of sweet and sour mix. And it was really good. I oh, yeah. That. yeah. Right. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. So, yeah. Check it out, listeners. Make it yourself if you're into that. Um, so that's that. We're going to talk. So next week, we're between two. Brian, why don't you rep the first one, and then I'll mention the second. I would if I could remember what it was. So it was the Brook Hill. Oh, thank you very much. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I was fortunate enough to get this bottle of uh, Rare Character. Uh, at big shout out. This is a ding shout out for sure. My buddy, Jonathan, Jonathan, uh, actually, I'm not going to say his last name because I'm not sure if he's cool with that. But uh, Jonathan uh, sent me uh, essentially the ability to get this bottle of rare character Brook Hill. And it is, from what I understand, it is a brand new offering from rare character uh, that is supposed to be the absolute top, top of the line rare character. That's cool. Whiskey product that that they plan on putting out. and. you know they all they already had they it's all single barrel single barrel stuff and that's cool. and there was already the rare character exceptional series and now uh-huh. these brook hills are above the exceptional series and you know what people say is uh, essentially like the btac of I've heard character. of it yeah this mm-hmm. is and there uh, I did searching online here uh, trying to find anything out about it I can't find anything that's out cool. about it so we'll be the first See, I I hope we're we're one of the first here where we can let you guys and I know hope what the that our love of spirits lifted your whiskey. No, sorry. Anyway, if uh, if y'all are curious, if you've ever even heard of Brook Hill, let us know and let us know if you're interested in hearing what yeah. hearing what our take is. The alternative is a recent uh, release as well from Old Forester. We would be drinking if it's chosen. Old Forester 1924, their 10-year, which is a slightly different mash bill than normal. So put out your vote this week. Keep in mind that Brook Hill is not well known, uh, but it would be a killer pour. Likely, we'll find out. We'll be the judge of that. Uh, so keep that in mind as you vote this week on Tuesday. So uh, we'll appreciate your vote. Um, anything else, Brian, before we hope it up? Uh, no, I'm just hoping that all of this was a meandering episode. So I hope all the meandering was on the fun side and not on the get back to the whiskey side. <laughs> nah, people love that stuff. But you know what I hope, Brian? I hope that I beat you at this uh, re-entry buzz that we're going to record after this because that would put me in the lead for the 10 episodes. But if you win this, I think we tie... No, no, no. We'll have one more opportunity. I forget. That's true. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, but I hope that your pants are not stinky. I hope that um, you... uh, Slap it a hand, Escalito. <laughs> I hope um, that you save me some of that corn. <laughs> but most of all, listeners and viewers and all you great people, we hope that our love of whiskey lifted your spirits. Oh my gosh, I'm in so much trouble. <laughs>